Hey, dear friends, thanks so much for being with us. Uh, this is Get to Know Your Missionary, and uh, I'm privileged today to be with my friend Noah, and uh, Noah's a missionary. Noah, why don't you tell us something about your family and where you're headed? Sure. Uh, we're the Wilkinson family, of course. My name is Noah. Um, my beautiful wife, Tristan, and I have been married for a little over three and a half years. Uh, we have two children, Logan, who's two years old, and our daughter, Eleni, uh, was 11 months as of yesterday. And we are headed to the country of Mozambique uh, to plant churches. All right. So Mozambique, where's it at? Are we talking about Asia, Europe? Where are we at? <laughs> sure. It's in Southeast Africa. If you're looking at the continent of Africa, just off uh, the Southeast coast, in fact, just above South Africa, below the country of Tanzania, and just runs parallel with the country of Madagascar. They're the little island off the southeast coast. So that's where it's located geographically. Okay, so what made you want to be a missionary? Not just Mozambique. What made you want to be a missionary? Yeah, I think um, going back, I uh, grew up in a, in a family that emphasized missions. I know my parents. Um, my dad was a, just a layman in the church and just served the Lord. So did my, my mother. And I remember every night, you know, before dinner, uh, dad would grab a missionary card, a missionary prayer card from off the table, and we'd pray for different missionaries um, and what God wanted us to do. And uh, and what God wanted us wanted them to do in their lives, and just pray for different requests. And so I remember that every every meal before uh, dinner, we would pray for, for over missionary, Amen. and it just kind of started stirring my heart. Took some several mission trips uh, through high school, and uh, God started working even even further in my heart and life to find my place in world evangelism. Um, it was upon a trip in West, to West Africa, Burkina Faso, in fact, that the Lord called me to the continent of Africa, my senior of high school, and uh, so yeah, here we are. Wow, what an amazing thing. So pray, therefore, the Lord of the harvest will send forth labors in the harvest. And as your family prayed, God began to work in your life. That's just yeah. an amazing thing. What a, now, your brother's a missionary, correct? He is. So why don't you tell us something about that? Yeah, my older brother, uh, Nate Wilkerson, his wife, Emily, are uh, missionaries now to the country of Benin, located in West Africa. And um, they're, uh, my brother's um, 15 months older than me. And so we grew up very close. Uh, Nate believed he was a missionary, I think, since he uh, was born. And so he kind of paved the way that for, for uh, missions in our family. He was the first one uh, in, our, in our family to go to the mission field. Uh, my parents aren't missionaries, but Nate, Nate was the first one in our family. And um, yeah, so Nate and his wife and three children, they serve in West Africa as missionaries. As Amen. Well. So uh, Nate, why don't you tell us your favorite Bible verse? Yeah, so I, I Nate, I'm sorry, Noah. Well, I just <laughs> I was talking to your brother. To I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I responded Nate or Noah. So, um, my my favorite Bible verse is Galatians two twenty, um, and uh, being crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life Amen. which I not live by the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and uh, gave Himself for me. Uh, it's a call to it's a call to action. It's a call to live by faith, and uh, I just remind myself of that. It's, my life's not my own. We've been bought with a price, and and uh, we're crucified with Christ, and that's who we serve now. Amen. What a wonderful verse. Um, now, Eleni has some complications. Why don't you share that? One, so that everybody can know, get to know you. And two, so that everybody can be praying for the situation. Sure. So our daughter was born um, October 20, 20, uh, 25th of last year. Uh, we were making preparations to finish our deputation uh, time period and head to the mission field um, in the early 2023 um, time, time zone, uh, time period. But uh, Eleni was born in October with bilateral cleft lip and palate. Uh, they were told, we were told many different things upon birth that she was going to have, things such as hydrocephalus, uh, Dandy Walker syndrome. Uh, they told us that she was going to be completely blind. Um, and so as things progressed, you know, we just began seeking God, reaching out to our supporting churches, asked uh, many of our close friends and family to pray with us uh, that God would, you know, turn the tide and just, uh, you know, have his will done in her life. But Lord, would you give us some answers? And so as time progressed, she was in the NICU uh, for about 90 days. 
uh, with the cleft lip and palate, and then they were just doing a lot of tests and, and things on her as uh, they began to explain that um, uh, she was going to be blind, we thought, and had d- different things going on with her. Um, but the more more kind of tests that they ran and the more things that they did, um, it turns out that she was only blind in one eye and not, not the other one, so praise the Lord for that. And uh, they began to explain that she is, in fact, deaf. And she didn't have hydrocephalus uh, to the degree that they thought she would, and she doesn't have Dandy Walker, but they diagnosed her with another something called uh, charge syndrome. So charge syndrome on top of her being deaf, partially blind. And so with the charge syndrome uh, comes several complications. The first surgery she had for her cleft lip and palate was in March of, la- of this year. And then the next one is actually coming up tomorrow. And so she's going to have a cleft, uh, a cleft palate surgery that will help her with feeding and uh, get her, get her uh, palate situated for teeth to begin coming in as she's reaching that one-year mark. Amen. Well, we'll be praying with you, Noah. Um, love you and your family, and uh, super thankful for you. Um, Noah, as in closing, um, somebody out there watching might believe that God wants them to be a missionary. What are some steps that they could take right now, and then why should they consider going to the country of Af- uh, to the continent of Africa? Sure. Um, I think whenever we're considering, you know, what what to do now. Um, you know, I think the will of God, the call of God on people's lives sometimes can be mystical or magical. And, and, and we look at the Bible, it's just not that way. Um, the, the call of God, the will of God for people is just one step of obedience after another. So whatever season or stage you find yourself, whatever ministry you find yourself in, my encouragement to that person would be to stay faithful, stay obedient. Amen. Um, one step, do what you know to do the next day. And God begins to reveal his will in our lives. And I say, pray for, pray for missionaries, uh, get a burden for the fields, be, be in research about it. And then try to take a mission trip. If you've never taken a mission trip, I think that'd be the first step. Amen. Go to see the mission field, go see what God's doing overseas. Um, get involved in ministry where you're at. See if you can lead someone to Christ in this in the city or county that you live in. Um, see if you can get plugged into some ministry. Ask your pastor if you can uh, maybe do a five-minute message occasionally or help lead in some ministry that that is lacking. And just try to get plugged in and get, stay faithful as you prepare for missions. Um, why Africa? I think Africa is a wide-open field. I was told uh, many years ago by a very wise man by the name of Jeff Bush that uh, we, we don't make the waves. Uh, God makes the waves. We just ride them. And Africa is one of those waves that God has seemed to stir in hearts uh, recently. Not all of Africa. There's parts like Northern Africa that's maybe a little bit um, more closed off. But Sub-Saharan Africa in particular, Southern Africa, West Africa, um, is wide open to the gospel. And it's one of those waves that um, is familiar with religion. They're familiar with worship. They're just seeking for something to worship. They're looking for truth. And so um, billions of Africans are looking for answers. And it's not a closed place. You don't have to really convince them that there's a God. You don't have to convince them that they need to worship. They're going to worship, and they believe there's a God. They just don't know what to do. And so it takes kind of like the Ethiopian eunuch there in in Acts, the beginning part of Acts. You remember, he just wanted to know, what what is truth? Where do I go? Who can teach me this? He knew that there was a God. He was looking for answers. And so it took a preacher, it took Philip Amen. with the Bible to, to preach uh, the Bible. He preached unto him Jesus. That's what the Bible said. Amen. And so we just go and we preach Jesus to Ethiopian um, eunuchs just like that all over Africa that are looking for answers. And so we have a blueprint in the Bible there in Acts. Just preach Jesus to the Africans. Mozambique's a wide open field. I think they were kind of missed in the big missions effort in Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you think about places like Kenya and Uganda and Zimbabwe and Zambia, uh, praise the Lord that you can find, you know, maybe third, fourth generation missionaries in countries like that. And I think there still should be many more laborers into sure. those countries. Amen. But Mozambique kind of missed out because of the civil war that they went through, the independence that they gained in 1975 from Portugal. And it has a very Catholic um, uh, influence. 
uh, Latino kind of culture mixed in with like an, a, a European um, uh, vibe as well. It's a unique place. And so it's just a mesh of cultures and very few, very little is going on. Very little is taking place there. There's no Bible college to speak of, mm-hmm. very little churches. And so when I consider maybe Mozambique, Sub-Saharan Africa, I think it's a wide open mission field. Uh, there's many countries just like Mozambique, not just Mozambique in particular, but just like that all over right. the kind of Africa. Um, when you think of Africa, sometimes you think of one big country, but it's made up of uh, right. over 50 different countries, 54 sure. different countries and countries just like that. They need the gospel and uh, we could spend hours just listing off countries in great need, just like Mozambique. Amen. Well, I appreciate your time. And uh, Noah, thank you for being with us. Uh, God bless you. Be pl- praying for the Wilkerson family that God would use them in a wonderful way. Thanks so much.